you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Check out the new podcast, Colorful Lives, featuring Angela Yee, Tatiana King-Jones, and myself. Each week, the ladies of the Loudspeakers Network will share tips and insights on how to get the most out of life when it comes to work, friendship, health, and love. But right now, you get a sneak peek here on The Friend Zone. Make sure to use the hashtag LiveColorful to join in on the conversation on Twitter. That's hashtag LiveColorful with an extra L at the end. Enjoy. Focused on making myself better. And we did this interview. This is how I got the job permanently out of just auditioning. I was there for like a month, no money, basically on a probationary period, okay. just auditioning. And we interviewed Jay-Z. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That, Talk that's, about probation. Right. <laughs> and so I'm walking in and I go in the bathroom and he's coming out of the men's bathroom. It's right across from the women's bathroom. He's like, what you doing up here? <laughs> and I said, I'm about to interview you. <laughs> He said, hey, don't f*** this up. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So we go in there, and it was when he just became president of Def Jam. So it was him. It was wow. Memphis Bleak. It was Young Chris. So they were all in there, and it was all me and Cypher Sounds. A lot of pressure. You know. If you hear this, the interview was so funny that people put it on mixtapes. Like, Clinton Sparks <laughs> put it on his mixtape because I was kind of nervous. My voice was cracking when I was at the stuff. <laughs> And he was with Beyonce. And this oh, was before. Stop it. This was before. No. Yeah, this is like a disaster. Oh. So this is before they were married and when they weren't really like talking about their relationship. Right, out in the open. So she went in the green room. So I was like trying to ask questions. I was like, so you think you and Beyonce ever like got married? <laughs> he was like, what'd you say? He said, I should throw my Blackberry at you. <laughs> but it was a really funny, like even now if I go back and listen to it, it's a really funny interview. Like he gave us, you know, he was there for over an hour. It was a good time. Like everybody was laughing, making jokes. I was talking about how he used to dress. I was like, oh, you used to wear Durango boots. And, and, oh, oh, stop it. No. Not the Durango. No. I definitely had a pair. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fashion killer. <laughs> he definitely did too. That is too funny. But yeah, so, it, and that's, uh, we walked out of that interview and they're like, oh, you're hired. Oh, that's so that's dope. And so that's what it took. Welcome to the friend. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit crunker than I 
bitch wants to twerk. Turn around. And then a bitch remembers she gotta go to the car and grab that word. Turn around. Nigga, don't you see me making money? I'm doing this thing off right. Turn around. Take them contacts out, bitch. You is not no bright eyes. Turn around. Bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Turn around. Bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Then I put myself back together. Cause a nigga is tougher than leather And I done been through more I'm gonna do better And I always did hate that fucking sweater That you bought me for my birthday Bitch, you know they already know that I'm gay And you gave me that pink shit uh Give it to your daddy or your mama I couldn't stand her Your mama was a panderer She always trying Trying to assimilate. Hey. I said, girl, please. I feel like we you make me want to sneeze. I'm tired sneeze. of <laughs> your mama. Uh, yeah. With that drama. I'm tired of your mama with the drama we in. The friend zone, we back again. It's Dustin, Fran, and Asante. That freestyle went so long. Hey. And that... <laughs> Was some shit. I feel like we went on a mystical that ride, was, that was a but that was Word that up. was Sign me dog. that Sign was. Me dog. I was Vocal feeling production real. By Dustin. Okay, we was doing that, and we Word up. and we started switching styles. I was like, oh, we going somewhere? That's like, it. <laughs> I'm diverse. I'm versatile <laughs> with my my shit in the production booth. Okay, I'm here to tell you, I know my skills. Ooh. One, I know we you know what I'm saying. I hit my, I find my note. We, you about to see us at the BET Awards next year. You damn right. Oh, okay. my God. Accepting. Okay, but before... They had y'all open up the show. <laughs> okay, I'd open it up. I do... I have always wanted to do a song that sampled Imagine by John Lennon. I wow, want to do something that's that beautiful. That. Yep. That is beautiful. Bam, and I'm going to win a Grammy he off that shit. Bam. <laughs> I can't wait for my Grammy acceptance speech. Man. I'm going to let everybody have it. I'm going to be real nice, nasty. What? I'm going to go on the stage and shit, and I'll be like, the first thing I want to do is just thank my foundation, which is all of the things that I went through that caused me pain. Through pain, you know, beauty is really birthed. And I believe that art is beautiful, and I'm so grateful to be an artist. So thank you to each and every person circumstance and entity that ever caused me pain this moment right here today when i'm accepting this grammy award is for you thank you everybody god bless you yes. bam that's how i'm gonna say yes. my grammy and everybody gonna be seething Ooh. at home i'm uh, ready i have been i am ready I for it also we just was watching TV today, and it was these people on TV, like, hosting this really cool show on Revolt TV. Shout out to Revolt TV. I would love to get a job on Revolt TV as one of your hosts. I'm so, like, charismatic on camera. Man. And I will turn it all on, and <laughs> I want to do it. Revolt, MTV, BET, CNN, E. All right. Well, after doing all that musical stuff, I do want to go on and say that I've not seen the BET Awards. So, oh, you haven't? I have. I've only seen Beyonce Can you believe and Kendrick's I actually performance. saw it? I yes. was somewhere with the television. That's well, amazing. I was amazing. wasted. That was divine and intervention. <laughs> listen, I was wasted on Sunday, and I spent all of Monday looking for my phone. <laughs> the only thing I had time for was to watch Beyonce and Kendrick's performance, because I watched it so many fucking times. So I just wanted to go on record saying that before we get started. Okay, okay so well, no I've spoilers. seen it. Yeah, I and saw so it. And so I want to go on the record as saying that Bilal 
showed his entire. It, now I, I said, missed that part. Bilal did the beautiful ones. And <gasps> oh, he I gotta had on, go he home had on and high watch it. Pants and low, he had on some kitten heels and some high waisted pants. <laughs> and his hair was braided and he had a wife beater on. And he he looked like Andrea Kelly, our Kelly ex-wife from that show that be dancing. That's how he looked. But his no. pipes, his voice, when I tell you, he was all on the ground humping Bilal and rolling. Bilal is everything. Bilal, he's, you know, he's a hell of a performer. Mm-hmm. He's a hell of an artist, period. Yeah. He, he, it was exactly what you would want from a Prince tribute. You know how you're supposed to throw down mm-hmm. in a tribute? And leave That's it on stage. Did. Oh, I gotta look it up because I missed that one. Jennifer Kate Hudson. Yeah, I saw her performance. I don't <sighs> even have anything to say. That was vocal acrobatics at its finest. She looked stunning. She looked like money. She's a, She's got a, a fucking star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, an yeah. Academy Award, a Grammy, a come BAFTA. On, uh, you name it, she, Image Awards, because we got like because magic. that matters. Like she got Image Awards, magic. BET Awards, MTV Awards. Everything. She has everything. That's sick. She's a consummate performer, and it just to see her transition from because I was a day one fan. That was back when I was like really into American Idol, oh, and so I yeah. remember her American audition Idol was when she couldn't man. keep her strap on her shoulder, and she was singing <laughs> "Come Share Your Love with Me," and she was so excited. And I fell in love with her huge voice then. And so to and see now this look now, at it, isn't that so crazy? you know, like for somebody like me on a petty Strides. note, that's, <laughs> uh, you couldn't give me more ammo and fuel to just be a confident stand and talk shit and like literally talk about people other people like because what can you say? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> okay. everything is there. So I'm just very proud of her. So she killed too. Mm-hmm. What and, was your favorite performance of the night? My favorite performance of the night was Bilal doing the beautiful ones. Oh, damn. It's hard because Alicia Keys revi- Alicia Keys brought me back to life. Yeah. And my fandom of her. Really? Her performance was... Did you see it? I did. I, oh, damn, friend. No! <laughs> no, you're taking it wrong. Okay, well, yeah. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded awful. Damn. I'm like, did you see it? I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Because I, I loved it. Like, it was so amazing. It made, I love her look. She First of all, I think that's what took me in, period. Because when I saw her, I was like, oh, she finna go in. And then when she, I saw that shit, that one all man... All the different pieces, One woman yeah. show, Nene Leak, so nasty, so rude. <laughs> so one woman show she had set up. Yeah. I was like, damn. And she was going from one to the other, making the beats. And she was singing. Her voice was good. It was the perfect amount of rasp. And you know that I'm completely in love with this no makeup thing she's doing. Yeah. I was so satisfied. So I don't I just I don't know. I'm excited I need to, to look see. up the Bilal performance. I'm yes, excited. you do. I'm excited to watch. Because it sounds BT good. Awards. I trust him, right? Deborah Lee um was there. And I want to work for BET, <laughs> so there. let me you know, that's it. <laughs> I would love to work for BET. Oh, so and never you know mind. what? Shout out to my love, Shameless Maya, because she was doing the red carpet. With Ew. her fine self. Go right? ahead, Maya. So that's so dope, right? She was interviewing um, everyone about their outfits and their makeup and the fashion and just asking them questions yes. about their careers. So that's an awesome look. That's a good look for her, and that's right? perfect for her. She's yeah. adorable. She, yes. looked, she did awesome. She looked awesome. Yep. So yay for us progressing in our careers. Come, come on, Maya. come on. Shameless Maya on all social media fronts, right? Yeah. Yes. And Maya's world, I think, on, on Instagram. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's killing. Yay. 
Friday? Yes, everybody's killing. <laughs> Coming off of a awesome Pride weekend. Oh, yes. And I saw so many of you at 305 Live. You guys showed a lot of love. So Shout many out to beautiful all people. All of y'all at 305 Live. You are amazing. You so were grabbing my ass. ass at 305 Live. <laughs> and deservingly so. And we should. Do you want to touch on that? I would love to touch Let's on touch that. Because that's what the problem was in the first ex- damn place. Exactly. Since they and decided I just, to touch I on it. I literally just said it. And all the people that grabbed my ass. Like, and it don't even be that. Like, that's cool. That even that, you know, for me, I can never speak for y'all, but like for me, you can get over that. You know, like I can get over that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. It's uncomfortable, but not really uncomfortable. It's just, do I want you doing that or not? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. But I'm in 305 Live dancing with this girl, right? We are like wearing it out on the dance floor <laughs> or whatever. So she's completely been over in front of me. I'm completely been over on top of her. <laughs> like we're dancing. And so I was like, as we're dancing, you know, and I don't want you guys to think that I'm like, this is like smut veal of a party because it's not. It's a we fucking... were just dancing to like a reggae song. So no, it was yeah, appropriate. It was yeah. So like, anyway, as we're dancing, I feel something like grazing and bumping against my butt. And so, you know, it's a pack party, so no big deal. You know, shit Right, happens. it could be somebody. But then it felt like intentional. It was an intentional grind, and I turned around, and it was Cleveland Jr. from the <laughs> Cleveland Show. What? Behind me, oh this, 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 this thick, pork neck, neck, bone-looking ass, ham hock, nostril-having ass, High cholesterol, <laughs> uh, motherfucking I Crohn's cannot. disease. Looking, uh-uh, uh-uh, this nigga, uh-uh, this motherfucker, uh-uh. literally looked like <laughs> a sofa, a pullout sofa I sh- I, behind I sh- me, bumping and grinding on me and smiling. <laughs> when I tell you, oh I love Kid Fury like he is my own flesh and blood, like he is my brother. We literally like are that close. Was I there? Not yet. There was no way. It was literally right before you got there. So there was no way that I was going to completely disrupt and and tarnish, you know what I mean? His party and all that shit, fighting. But that's how mad I was. (sighs) So I let him, I got in, I turned around and I got in his face. I put my face right near his. It looked like we was about to smooch. And I told him that he had to be completely out of his motherfucking mind. Oh, my God. And to get his dick off of my butt before I fucked his fat neck ass up in that party. What did he say? He was trying to laugh it off at first because everybody knows that I'm fun and super carefree. So he probably didn't know. And, you know, know, normally, like, I would be all right with some, you know, shit that may be extreme for other people. But, damn it. That's where I draw the line. You know what I'm saying? Because in the words of the immortal, the king, or not, he's not, he's alive. So in the words of <laughs> the king of R&B, Bobby Brown, ain't nobody humping around, okay? <laughs> so get your ass up off of me, bruh, because this ain't, we don't do that. Furthermore, you done fucked up my moment because I'm dancing with her, and we were literally throwing down, I believe, we were dancing to work by Rihanna. So it pissed me off even that much more because everybody know that's my song because in the second verse she'd be like, singing you know and she'd be like what can I say could you recognize I'm trying but the way she says it like with <laughs> yeah that, I love that part so, and so yeah, he fucked good. up my moment dog and then so when so so finally he got the point and he kind of shut up but right when I turned around the people that were right there kind of started saying dog that was fucked up you all right I see him and his homegirl kind of you know I see them talking and he kind of had he looked like he had a little attitude and you know like a smirk on his face 
Uh-oh. I parted them niggas like the Red Sea. You would have thought it was the Ten Commandments up in that bitch. I walked up to him. I said, and I'm right here. So if anything else need to be said, we going to say it right now because I'll get your ass through out of here. <laughs> no. You and her. He he don't mean it. I said, shut the fuck up because you don't know what he meant. You was just over here talking shit. No. So shut up. Oh, my God. Before oh, I get y'all asses through out. And I was completely justified because I hadn't did nothing. And then I told him I felt bad because in retrospect, I was scolding them like a parent. Because I, I <laughs> who do I think I am? I tell these people, right, grown-ass man and woman, I say, <laughs> I came here. To, I want everybody. I want y'all to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't. I got to go off on y'all <laughs> because like y'all don't know how to act. That's how I was talking. You asking me why you in trouble? Like that was my kids. <laughs> I didn't so, put you in you trouble. Know, you put yourself yeah, in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And it pissed me. Furthermore, it pissed me off. But beyond that, you know, white head blemish, you know, <laughs> three hundred five live was, was excellent. It, it was, was beautiful. It was a great time. It's always a very loving, welcoming environment. Everybody yeah, is I just celebrating. Shout out to Queen of Space, DJ Fran Dimples, had body kind all over her body. Oh my god, we like this Calvin Klein, and it was so well played and so just. <laughs> Oh, Fran, I love her Crystal, so much. Crystal had the titties out, but then she had the titties out, but then everybody, I was like, what? I would like a call to action. We all okay. came very problematic. Okay. Jade of all jades <laughs> hit, him, hit him with the uh. I was like, Please remind Crystal that she can never ever say anything else to me about having my chest exposed <laughs> in life. Pass it on, okay? <laughs> That's it. Now imagine me and Crystal heading home together. We looked so oh, crazy on the street. Damn. Because <laughs> you know yeah, those outfits work for a party, but yeah, when you but just walk when you in Harlem, now y'all look bomb. They look yeah, so cute. it wasn't safe for y'all out there. Search that hashtag um, hashtag three hundred five live, and you can see pictures and videos and stuff from the event. I tried to dress like a male version of what's the lady that says, "Is it Rosie the Riveter?" Or oh whatever? yeah, I was supposed to be like the guy version. It was my cute. Last name, Ross. It was so cute. That's bomb. Thank you, friend. That's bomb. <laughs> she was my inspiration. You get it? Yeah. It was a theme. <laughs> I saw I you. I saw the way your bandana was. I thought it was just Thug Life Tupac or something. I was like, yeah, it was okay, a little thought, bit of that. It was you know, a little West that, Coast. That's in my, you know, and my yeah. veins of my blood. Yep. So I was like, oh, cool. You know, so hearing was, that too, yeah, it's it double was, bomb. It was paying homage, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to the hoes that, that tried first and worked. Worked. Them hoes had jobs back in the day, man, when it was fucked up for a woman to be working and shit. You man. know what I'm saying? They was like, tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about the balls it takes to go somewhere you're not welcome. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, fuck that. The right thing to do, okay, is to let women work. Yes, work, we can. Work, work, and so I'm just so work, proud of them. Work, like, that's work. the shit. Like, so Angie I was paying on my eyes. Oh, it well, look Hold good. Because I'm all about a motherfucker standing up for themselves. Come, come on, feminism. Clearly. <laughs> I know that boy is stacked due this to is that a home funny shook. episode. Man, <laughs> Man, fuck him. I hope I don't never see him again, dog. Oh he looked like the Hamburglar, y'all. He was terrible. No. And I was trying not to say nothing mean and shit, but then I thought about it, like, you put your fucking privates on me. Fuck you. So then I just, like, let loose. And that's where the story's going to end because I want speaking a good of, job. So speak, Speaking of letting loose, yeah. last week uh, on The Friend Zone, I discussed... Um, Consumerism and letting go and <laughs> no frozen. Do I sound muffled no or something? Do I sound frozen? No. Mm-mm. Okay, good. 
Um, yeah, no Frozen. Please, no more Frozen. Not for a little while, please. <laughs> um, and so we should talk about some things that you guys thought about from the episode. How about Fran? What did you see from the comments of the, the show? <laughs> I'm just you, laughing at how you're saying it. I know. I'm saying everybody, fair warning, I have the I'm THC honey loaded, so you're gonna get a real interesting side tonight, depending on how them cannab- cannabinoids decide to react. <laughs> cannabinoids. Okay. Um so Jonathan Paul on SoundCloud Hello. said, Well, last week we yeah, we discussed consumerism and his thoughts were this is such a difficult subject to tackle because everything around us tells us that we aren't enough. I know this is hard for me because growing up with a single parent mother, we often went without. Now that I'm a doctor, I sometimes feel the pressure to keep up with all of my friends and colleagues who are spending thousands of dollars on cars, homes, Mm. the latest gadgets and more. Just this weekend, I had the opportunity to rent a BMW as my Altima was in the shop. And I swear I I felt like people respected me more. I was so sad when I had to return it, but I had to check in with myself and ask, did I like the way people treated me because of what I had, or did I like the idea of knowing I had something that others often spend their whole lives trying to attain? Hmm. What kind of car did he say he had? An Altima. I mean, but like, you know, would you have wanted, like, if you could afford to get an Altima, you would, I mean, a, a BMW, maybe he would just want that, right? Yeah, but he still had to check in because he wants it based on what people think of him having it. So that's not necessarily a a want. Right. That's just a floss. (laughs) You're trying to stunt. Yeah. And you know what? Perception is... I I was having this conversation once with a friend, and he was saying that he used to drive like a regular janky old car, um, and he uh, is a producer for music videos, a videographer. And he said, someone told him once, like, yo, perception is everything. Like, you should just save up and get, like, a dope-ass car, and I bet you you'll get more work. So he went and saved up and got a Porsche and, like, a nice Rolex. And when he would uh, pop up at the video shoots, he'd end up getting more work because people just felt like, oh, damn, he's doing it. You know, like, he's successful. And suddenly his work had, like, even more validation because of the things he had and it's it's sad and kind of lame but it works that's the and sad I'm sure, part and i'm sure Good he enjoyed him. driving that porsche too you know well yeah i mean no, people just... like nice things but it's just a matter of why that's, do you like that's it? my little consumerism devil that be on my on shoulder, shoulder telling me like yeah. hey, you know just give into that you know always all the time yeah but for me i just won't give in to anything that's gonna put me in debt or have me struggling oh, to yeah, keep up because no. then with a new car you need the newest one every couple years like you know it's like you just get yourself in a hole yep. just because mm-hmm. people think you look fly like i don't have time to spend my life chasing the joneses especially now when lift you know you can get a lift and okay. speaking of, I'm going to tweet my Lyft code. Metro card. Yeah, I'm going to tweet my Lyft code out. <laughs> and so anybody that wants a free ride He's on Lyft, speaking of. you know, I'm going to tweet it out. Join, go on and join Lyft and, and use my code. Tweet. Okay, I'm going to tweet it out. Yeah. But yeah, so that's who stood out to me. What about you, Asante? Okay, so I'm going to just say it. Uh, this is a, a comment from SoundCloud. The person, I feel like her name is random. Uh, it's randomly she. But when I first read it, I was like, is she trying to be like Randall Liashe or some shit like Tinashe? <laughs> I just, it was the first thing I thought about when I saw it. Anyway, her comment was, I think consumerism is impacted by who we are in that particular moment. So many possessions are connected to so, so many moments that are so dear to us 
and to throw them away can symbolize letting go of every moment and emotion connected to them, yes. to that item, good and or bad. Either way, that purge is necessary in order to heal, grow, or making room for blessings that you can't even wrap your mind around. In connection to giving those things away and creating space for new things, you should hope that someone can make use of them, the item you no longer need, and create a positive memory, therefore changing the energy that will exude positive vibes. Okay. Mm. I dig it. The part that I was really, like, disconnecting with was just the letting go of the good stuff, too, because it's like, it's good. Why would I let go? But when you really put it into perspective of you're making room for even better things, like... It's almost like it should make it easier now to just part ways with a lot of the things that I feel like it was hard for me to part ways with. So thank you for that, randomly she. <laughs> like that Randomly she. She's selfish. Randomly Ashe. She's selfish. Ran- randomly she. Because all she, randomly care, she. all she care about is the new better shit that's coming next. So she said, y'all can go. I throw all this shit away. Well, no. Well, no. <laughs> the new, the new well, shit no, going to be all that. Well, no, because she, she said, I'm going to throw all this, this good shit away so everybody else can can be good, too. No, no what it was was, I know I got this lick. I'm going to hit a lick. So y'all might as well, you can use this. You're more than welcome to have it. Y'all can have it. Because like, my, my shit on there, I'm tracking it. USPS, my shit coming. Well, you know what? So. Technically, she because she on it. She right because you doing it by putting out your live code. So, yeah, so you can get your free ride. Put your hand in the hand of the man. Exactly. Piece of me, poor piece of shit. I'm just honest with my shit. I'm not poking mine in in a guise of because you know, and you really, I'm really making room for my my next my metro card blessing by passing on this live code so somebody else can ride for free because I really don't know. If you use it, <laughs> you get free shit, and I get free shit. <laughs> so this is a good for the both of us. And that's why I'm sharing my lip code. I'm just fucking with you. You know, your email was good and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what it about, really truly was. What about you? Because, you know, we already know you have something from right, Twitter. Go ahead and take it to the left. Okay, so this week, <clears throat> there was a debate on Twitter. Y'all know that the friend zone is all about friendship, right? Oh, so this week, there was a debate on Twitter about you know, Jill Scott's discography <laughs> being better than Erica Badu's, what? right? So I missed that. Ooh. So so who started that? So I'm not really sure who started better it. than Erica. Well actually I am. It came from one of it came from one of those hard choices, you know, those one gotta go tweets. And uh, it was discography only, like your whole body of work. Oh wow. And it was Mary J. Blige, Uh-oh. Erica Badu, <laughs> Beyonce, and Jill Scott. So so the debate came down to the debate came down to Erica Badu and Jill Scott, right? So that's fucked up. So I mean, because you know, and that's getting to the point that I'm about to make. The debate came down to well, Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. So somebody said Jill Scott was better, and in the spirit of friendship, and in this, this is where I'm gonna tie it in and braid it. Okay, in the spirit of friendship, none other than. Someone near and dear to my heart and yours, Kid Fury, <laughs> chimes in and says, oh, Kid Fury no. says, Jill, dot, 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 over Erica with a gif of Viola Davis looking like, you sure about that? <laughs> then Kid Fury says, Jill going to have to make, Jill going to have to make toast, two scrambled eggs and grits the fuck on somewhere. No! <laughs> 
He says, Kiffy, Kiffy, he says, Kiffy, he says, Kiffy, he says, no. God, and I'm going to retweet all of this tomorrow on the episode that comes out. Kid Fury says, so by the time y'all listen to this, check my timeline because everything's going to be on there. <laughs> Kid Fury then says, God hasn't made a day where Jill Scott's discography is better than Erica's, and I don't think he's planning on it. He says, I like Jill Scott, and I love when she checked that guy on Chappelle's block party when she was going <laughs> on after Erica, but dot, 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 all their songs, each song, all of them, Badu. <laughs> Then he follows up with, meanwhile, the other two off to the side, knowing ain't nobody about to mention them. (laughs) And he adds a picture, and this is what really sealed the deal for me, of Mary J. Blige and Beyonce in an embrace. (laughs) And Beyonce has her arm around the front of Mary like she's protecting her. And they're like standing there because nobody even even considered. We're talking about bodies of work in our R&B music. Yeah. I Come mean. on now. <laughs> Nobody even mentions it, so I just want you guys to see the picture. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the arm, though. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Shout out to Kid Fury for always getting it. And not <laughs> only getting it, but being able to break it down <laughs> detail for detail. I missed out. You know, just driving the car straight up they nose every time they even oh come around God. to being with that bullshit. <laughs> I appreciate you, Kid Fury, in the spirit of friendship. So that's what stood out to me this week. <laughs> you know. So on this on this week's show, we wanted to get into some relationship talk. I feel like we haven't really done that in a little bit. And we wanted to focus specifically on long-distance relationships. Our thoughts on it. Do they last? Are they worth it? Yay, yay, nay. What is it? So, let's go. Okay, wait. Before we before we start in the spirit of music, um, have you ever heard of Asia Cruz? Yeah. I, I've only done, like, um, no. I think no. it was Royal Caribbean. <laughs> no, I <didn't. laughs> No. Was it Royal Caribbean? Carnival is the ghetto one, right? No, so it was Royal Caribbean. I still have not been on a a cruise of any sort. I don't know if I want to take a cruise around Asia, dog. (laughs) I I definitely don't want to go around Asia. But Asia Cruise was uh, some sort of songwriter, uh, and she was a winner of some contest. But she had a song called Long Distance. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear Long Distance Relationships? I honestly don't remember. I don't even know who she is. I just remember her whole campaign where, like, you didn't know what she looked like. Like, and, and it was like her shadow her. for like months. I remember I was like, who is this? And you saw billboards and it was like, who is Asia Cruz? Yeah, and it was just like and a cutout. And it was like her, it was like her, you know when you don't have a picture on Instagram? <laughs> Dustin, go, go, go look at Asia Cruz though. Literally imagine, it was like that. Imagine, oh my God. Imagine a cutout of just anybody and you thinking. It, anybody? <laughs> yeah. Anybody. Look up, I got to find that picture of Asia Cruz just so you. So look. she has a song called Long Distance. It's called Long Distance. And mm-hmm. in the song, she just basically talks about how hard that shit is. And she does it in a beautiful way. But um, I haven't had to deal with being in a long distance relationship in a very long time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, one, one of my earlier relationships, it was long distance for like the first uh, few months because we kind of like met on the Internet and we were talking and it was like, OK, this is really cool. And then uh, I came out to New York way before I moved here. And then we hung out. And we had a great time. And so then it was like, OK, this is this is like a, a good time. Um, and so we were in our, our relationship. But the long distance part of it before we um, were in the same city was just such a 
a hard thing for me because I'd always been used to people like, you know, right in front of me. You could talk to it anytime. And then, you know, I don't do my phone at all. I don't like being on my phone. I have never liked being on my phone. So to have to make it a chore to um, remember to text this person all the time, hit this person up, call this person all the time was really hard for me. But I think long in that instance, I didn't like the long distance relationship just because I think we didn't know each other at the beginning. So it's like you're spending all this time getting to know someone. So it kind of should have been cuter in retrospect. But for me, it felt like more of a chore. But A chore? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, fuck that. <laughs> and so that was just like the only like, um, <laughs> that was the only like experience I had with a long distance relationship. Well, all of mine have been um, long distance pretty much, except for one. But it was long distance. Um, we were together in the same city for the first year. And then the second year was long distance. So that sucks mm. when you like switch the, the dynamic yeah. of what you're used to. That can be kind of hard. Switch. <laughs> so mad at you. So <laughs> that just took me out. So yeah, so that wasn't easy. But I've always, to be honest, I've enjoyed long distance relationships because mm. I enjoy my time to myself so much. Mm. And it's a nice balance because I get to see you when you come mm-hmm. or when I go where you're at. But I also can go home and have my me time to read what I want to read. Text who you want to text. Stop. No. <laughs> to, <laughs> no. To, to see, you know, be where I want to be and, and just be in my own space. And Thank I think God. you can grow you can grow well when you if you're someone who's comfortable with that dynamic i'm Mm. comfortable with that because i do need a lot of alone time and i think with the relationship that i had where we were in the same city he didn't really understand that because he wanted to see me a lot throughout the week and there were some weeks where i it's nothing against you i just not in that space realign your chakras okay right but i will say now that i'm getting older and i was having this conversation with a friend of mine this week and she asked me such a crazy question. She was like, are you sure that your um, need for a long-distance relationship doesn't come from the fact that you just don't trust no one? Damn, she <laughs> called you out, huh? And I looked at her like, excuse me? And I was like, was, it mystic, <clears throat> was it mystic lipstick? Actually, it was. Oh, <laughs> that oh, is so funny to oh, say that. Yes, Danielle. Oh, she never mind her business. Right, because she knows. Oh. She's like psychic. So oh. she's someone you can't really play those games with. That's why I need to stop talking to her about relationships. That's who I need. (laughs) But she's the one that was like, are you sure it's not your trust issues? Because you, um, it's safe to be in a long distance relationship because you have yourself intact so much so. You know, that if things go Mm -hmm. wrong, like it's, your life doesn't really shift like most other people's who are seeing each other on a regular basis. And it kind of fucked me up when she said that. I was like... You don't know me. You don't know my life. <laughs> but that's part of the beauty of you, though. It's um, it almost makes you like a fortress. Oh, but it does. But I mean, if you, you have trust like, issues, then that's right. not necessarily going to help you grow out of that. So I, she definitely made me kind of sit back. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have to think about that because maybe mm. it has something to do with that. Why I'm so comfortable? Because it's a nice way to keep a safe distance. I ain't saying I'm going to change. I'm just saying I'm going to think about it. Right. It gave me something to think about. But I will say it's been my comfort zone to to see your face one week and not see it for a couple more. Like, I'm cool with that. Mm. 
right? Because I get to be me. I get to develop me and who I am. If you see, if you uh, talk to people who are married or who are, you know, in close proximity of each other on a regular basis, they will always say that one of the hardest parts is feeling like they've lost themselves in, in some way, you know, by catering to their partner or trying to focus so much on being a half of something. Yeah. And in being that half, you know, the whole of yourself sometimes can kind of be put in the back burner. <clears throat> so for me, that's why this setup has been like my ideal. But now I'm starting to wonder, like, wow, you know, why powerful. that is. Yeah. So that's why it's worked for me. What about you, Dustin? Because <laughs> I know me and you are like birds we, of a we feather. We really are about to go there. But first, <laughs> I just you guys were just talking about like that um, the psychic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can y'all imagine like going to a psychic and they being like, <laughs> like you sit down and talk to the psychic and they're like, and then she's like, you're full of shit. Or she or, or she's like, you need to go. To the doctor, <laughs> like can you imagine? Okay. Like can you imagine that? <laughs> like what would you I'd be like? I probably would pee on myself. Mm-hmm. Really, like seriously. Anyway, so um, far as this long distance thing, right? So first of all, like long distance situations, sometimes they're just necessary per the nature of the circumstance. Sometimes people's jobs, you know what I mean. Certain times, some people have certain careers and, and work in certain industries where they have to, like, basically live on the road or travel. Right. Or they have to live away from you for a job or whatever, right? So you kind of, like, know they're going in. The cool thing that—and people always focus on the negative shit about long-distance relationships, right? But one thing that people often overlook is the fact that when you do spend time with your partner— is so much more intense and enriching and vivid because you literally have missed them and you're getting to literally enjoy everything about their personality, their ways, their, their, their mannerisms, the nuances of just everything about them. It's exciting again, right? Nothing is mundane. And you also prepare to be your best self when you, when you know that you're going to basically present yourself to someone that's very important to you and in your heart you're really like peaking, you know what I'm saying, when you're around them. So you feel good, your confidence levels are there, and there's an opportunity to trust each other because you're both, you've both like bought in. So it's easier to talk about things that are private, believe it or not, um, because you spend so much time in conversation when you're apart that you naturally you have to talk about something so you end up sharing more and you build a trust. There's just a lot of benefits to long-distance relationships that people don't think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, it is hard because naturally you create, like, a longing for the person, right? You want to be around them. Sometimes you just want to, like, like, you know, like, when you be laying in the bed or whatever and, like, y'all kind of, like, wrap y'all legs together. Oh, <laughs> That'd be, like, she... the best shit ever, I right? Know. So sometimes you just want that. You or, know? like, when the rainy nights and you're at home on the weekend, you're like, yeah. damn, that would be nice. It would be nice to be, you know, smashing right now. And you can't. <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. like, if you want to text somebody else to do it, you feel all that guilt and shame and all that stuff that right. your parents built into you and they tell you it's wrong to do things that feel good. And so, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's just it's just so much. Like, so there it is. There's, there's a give and take in long-distance relationships, right? But I think we need to focus more on the good because there are some like obvious and apparent benefits. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying. No, you know what? And one thing I will say is that 
I think the the long distance has helped, and I'm only speaking for myself because it's my own experience. I feel before like before y'all start with them dumbass comments and emails <laughs> and shit, go ahead. Friend. I feel like it's helped me stay interested in the person for longer <laughs> because there's an excitement, like you said, to especially if there if the distance isn't just like oh we live in different cities, but they're like pursuing something yes. and they're traveling yes. or they're touring. And it's exciting to watch them go, go, go. And then, you know, for if, like, I'm traveling too, then we have, like, exciting things to talk about. We meet up in different cities, which to me is exciting. Very. Right? And just the excitement of having, like, cool things to talk about when you see each other. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like the relationship is just always fresh. And, and them cold always... hotel sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and it, there's something about missing, you know, creating that, that space where you give someone time to really think about your worth in their life and missing you. And I think when you see someone every day, sometimes that can get lost. Yeah. Not every time. There are some people that thrive off of seeing each other every day because they can build every day, you know, and there's... Definitely like a, a bond and a safety to coming home to someone. So I get or the something. beauty or something. <laughs> I get the beauty <laughs> of both sides, but for me I do like the the excitement of like time away from each other. Me Cause too. I feel like when you see each other's face again, it's like the first time every time. Yeah. And you know, friend, again, see, me and you are <laughs> never part. Because you know y'all you guys both know that I love this magic moment. You like that? I love, I love right, I I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm bored and I don't even give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then I start being mean and <laughs> I'll be texting back and shit. <laughs> so, like, I need to be, I need to stay excited and I need the magic. I need that spark. And you really do get it when you I are agree. in a long distance situation because. You love the person and you want to be with them. We're not saying to go seek out opportunities to be in a long distance no, relationship. No, 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 no. But <laughs> if it just, does happen, don't think of it as the worst thing in the world. That's why going on vacation and stuff is so fun because you meet people and it's so magical. And then you'd be like, well, where you live? Like, they tell you where they live. And they'd be like, well, where you live? And you'd be like, well, I live in New York. And they'd be like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> And so they ask you about life in New York and you ask them about life in wherever they're from. And then... You just have a vibe and a bond. I happen to always connect with people from L.A. or California like, in general. You know, it is a, it is. There's a laid. My back, last three relationships are L.A. based. L.A. Yeah, there's, there's a vibe. People, I'm talking about like natives, right? Mm -hmm. They, there's a, there's a. It's just a casual coolness that LA people have and they're really about vibes and energy yeah and I love I've LA I just had dudes. some really magical moments in LA and I just connect with people from Los Angeles mm -hmm. or California period and no, you know I, I also connect with southern people too oh yeah me too like southern southern <laughs> or west coast for me is usually like where I like latch in you know but then you also have like some east coast <laughs> There's an East Coast. I haven't thing. dated a, a dude from New York, and so I can't even tell you the last time. Mm -hmm. Honestly, the last time was the last time. Yeah, <laughs> it was a long ass time ago. Well, see, it's funny that I hear how you were reacting um, to being in long distance situation because you have your time to really create your space. Yeah, and I think that was um, a, something I was really missing out on. Back when I was in that, I was just kind of thinking like, oh, you know, we're supposed to be creating a space together, and like. Here you are, like, we always talking all the damn time, but at the same time, what are we really talking about was really my big thing. And I think um, I was missing just the fact that I still had this time to myself 
to really like showcase like you know the best of who I was and the best of what you know what I'm about to offer and uh not that we were arguing or anything just really early on but I think because I was younger my perspective of what was going to come with being <clears throat> in a long distance situation with somebody versus just trying to make the best of it and um I think now if I was met with something and somebody was saying oh you know would you be interested in a long distance something if it was something the right type of situation I think that I would probably be in a more confident space to to handle something like that. Yeah, and it and I think it's obviously it's not for everyone. Right. There are some people that are like hell no, I couldn't cuz they like the bond, they like the closeness and the building. And the legs in the bed. <laughs> right, and I get yeah. that. I get that. But, you know, I think if it's like you said, if it's an opportunity that presents itself, don't don't say no. Right. You know, it might be an exciting new uh, dynamic that you probably haven't experienced and you might enjoy it. And I, I personally, you know, I personally think it's cool. It me works too. for me. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like at the time, uh, just, you know, from my perspective and what's showcased, you don't see a lot of people even talking about or hearing about doing long-distance relationship on a broader scale. And the good things about it, people be like, oh, if y'all going to be a part, he going to cheat, da 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 So it's just kind of like, damn, like, y'all making that shit sound cool. So I feel like people might go out and be like, oh, I'm going to give me a long distance bay or something. Well, on a petty note, well, this ain't really petty. This is just like a tip, right? Like, guys, invest in, like, a duffel. Get you, like, a nice duffel bag because it's a great opportunity to, like, get your sexy on when you're walking out of the airport. Like, say you're going to see your boo. And, like, they come to pick you up from the airport or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, you get a chance to, like, walk out. You know, like, my personal favorite is... Well, I'm I'm not going to tell you all that. I'll tell you all that later. But, like, like, it's a dope opportunity to have, like, your duffel in your hand. You know, like, a leather jacket and, like, some Ray-Bans or something. Like, you know, the aviator style. And, like, you walk out and you're smelling good. You know, it's it's an opportunity there. So, like, don't be afraid of long-distance relationships because... (laughs) You know, it's an opportunity to look good with a duffel when you walk into the car. Like, no, hey, baby, Dustin didn't. You know? <laughs> you know what? I do need to give me a new duffel. But you just said yeah. Ray-Ban aviators, and I was just looking at some on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think I think I need to get them now. Oh, my God. And you read that Y'all is welcome. cute when you hey, come out it? the airport. See? See? That's my favorite part. See? <laughs> and they pick you up. See? Okay, I got that trip See? to London coming up. The <laughs> aviators, a duffel bag. <laughs> No, I really, I yeah, I mean, it's something to try. But, but I mean, what about relationships that are close? Do you enjoy those? Yeah, you enjoy those. Them the worst kind, though, because them <laughs> the ones y'all get. People from out of town, you don't never get into it. Y'all be so happy to talk to each other, <laughs> so happy to see each other. Them people in town, every time y'all see each other, well, what did you mean when you said, I'm so sick of you asking me. Now, see, that's how it started every goddamn time. That's that's the reality of it. What about but living together? It's passion. Living together was cool. I actually did that one time with my dumb ass, but I did it because we were in love and, like, it was, you know, like a thing. Yeah. So we lived together and, like, we kept the house. You know what I'm saying? And it was dope. But it's a lot of pressure involved in that because it's like the the personification of micromanagement. True. It's like the motherfucker you got to answer to. <laughs> Not answer to, but the person you can't, like, do wrong by <laughs> is right there watching you. <laughs> I mean, like, watching you sleep, dog. Like, and watching you text. It's like, damn, I can't do nothing. <laughs> in charge like, of your oh, food. Oh, my God. In charge of your food, washing your clothes. If they you know your toothbrush right. is. Like, yeah, like, all of that. So, you know, <laughs> it's a, again, it's a give and take with everything. But that was also fun because there was a lot of, like, family time there. 
Like my the ex, building. There was I a, like the a building. big family there. Like it was just, I, there were t- there were some good times. So that's yeah. cool. Living with somebody is cool. If you love a person enough, the sky is the limit. You basically won't say no to anything because it's the love of your life. And so if that means that you guys live together, that's what it means. And you just create a dope-ass living environment and you cook and you get everything really, like, dope and clean and minimalistic in the apartment or, or the house or whatever y'all have. And right. You buy sexy underwear and you make sure you, you know, you lotion up before you come out the bathroom after you shower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you walk out smelling good with just a little bit of mist on you. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Dustin, you know, like black Dustin, underwear, you Dustin is the king of vibes. Yeah. I thought I was the vibe artist over He's here. He's setting the phone. <laughs> you know, that's, but that's what's fun about living with somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Coming home you in your underwear shit like that like what's up reading the paper and shit or, you know doing something sexy you know you put on when you live with somebody <laughs> so like that was fun so but other than that hell no getting on my goddamn nerves every day and bitching and complaining and you know what I'm saying don't want to get what I want to eat when I want to eat it and shit or then we order food and I get now we have a perfect opportunity I ask you baby what do you want to get to eat Oh, I'm getting such and such. Okay, cool. I'm about to order it. And then I eat your food. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, you you could have got you one. So that's the I kind of shit. I always do that. Friend. <laughs> like, I'm the queen of that. I'd be like, I want some of you. So like that's <laughs> see, but I would say yeah, you got she ass. <laughs> but like, but like you know, that's the shit that you know they don't tell you about. Food taste. Food tastes better when it's on someone else's plate. It does. <laughs> it does. I'm one of those too. All right. I, living together to me is is fun too, cause mm-hmm. I because I'm such a um, routine person. Like I love creating a lifestyle with someone. Mm-hmm. Like um, let's wake up in the morning and meditate. You know, then let we go for our run. You know, and I'm not big on like trying to create a life where you don't have a life of your own. I definitely think it's healthy, but I do like having a routine that we do together, like going to the gym at a certain time, like meet me there. Yeah, I think it's so dope to work out with your partner because you both have a common goal of looking amazing, staying healthy and pushing each other to be at the in the best shape of your life like that's sexy it's dope it's and a it's nice bond it's a lot of bond. bending over in the gym and it's an <laughs> opportunity to like turn somebody on and you know and what no, I mean no it's cute yeah, and it's then you come home day. and you shower and you know and then you cook for each other and you and I like we would read and go have picnics and I think it's really really sweet Frank can I ask you a aspects. question about the meditation mm-hmm. was it hard to oh guys probably the wrong <laughs> was it so hard was sometimes it hard? was it difficult to continue <laughs> meditating when like you sitting there especially if it's in the morning mm-hmm. and like you sitting there that close to like the person you kicking it with you know what I'm saying and y'all gotta just be quiet and like sit there in front of each other with your eyes closed and you can like smell each other. Like, how long could y'all last? Like, I know we would have like, I know we'd have been pretzels by like <laughs> three minutes in max. But you, you know, know sex saying? is meditation. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it's like I have a... been meditating for years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a guru. I am a guru. <laughs> so mad. I'm a health nut. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Help no, not. sex is a form of meditation. So really? if it turns into that, then you're just continuing the vibe. Really, it's nothing. It's not really so even that's an what interruption. Bitch don't kill my vibe was really a power. Because you know, because you was cutting. No, because you got to think about it. <laughs> and what, I'm probably gonna sin again. What meditation is? 
in by definition is something that pulls you out of overthinking and thinking about all the things in your life. And when you're having sex, you're usually in the moment, right? But that's it's not that's pulling as, out, it's putting it. Well, you know what I mean. It's as much in the moment as you're going to get, <laughs> Dustin. So if you think about it, it's a form of meditation. It, you are absolutely mm. right. right. You're absolutely right. So everybody should meditate more. Fran is the smartest, wisest <laughs> person I have ever met in my you life. You know what? Like, T-shirt. Right meditate more. Okay. Meditate, <laughs> meditate more. Meditate on this. Meditate on this. You know that it's meditation when we fuck. I didn't know, but I put it in. Hey. I'm just playing. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. So what's the takeaway, guys, on long distance relationships? I am such a child. Well, God. My takeaway is it ain't for everybody. Like Miss Gia. But yep, like Miss Gia said, Beyonce and Jay Z. Um. It ain't for everybody, but do not be close to the opportunities that are around. Friend, you're going to have to teach me your techniques about creating these vibes with creating time for them to go. Like, how do you politely say, all right, like, how do you politely say, this is going to be my my schedule for these vibes, and this is his window where he is not going to be in my face? Just like that. I mean, we well, can make that the wellness segment. <laughs> make it, friend. Come on. Right? Lady, how, how, do, how do you and your partner create time? Hmm. <laughs> I'm at Dustin them crossed his arms like how mm-hmm. how I got the petty note already because <laughs> I know how to create some time between a partner and I <laughs> <laughs> no I mean we could definitely make that let's just jump right into the wellness segment because I'm then. sure there are people that <laughs> there are people that um have asked me questions about that before so I'll definitely I might as well jump in right since we're in it but I know with my personal experience and I'd love to know with Dustin since you do long (laughs) distance as well um I think you have to be honest and say it like my biggest thing that's worked for me in my early relationships I thought it was offensive to tell someone I need space or time because people really do take it that way but now in the space that I'm in where I'm older and I'm like, listen, this is how I work. This is how I function best and I thrive best in our relationship. And if you want to get the best out of me and if you want to get the highest potential of me that you can possibly get in this relationship so that it'll work, there are some things about me that you should probably know. And that is that I need a lot of alone time. And that might mean... You might not hear from me throughout the day. Like, I'm not the type of person that, you know, certain people need a certain amount of texts and calls, and I'm not that person. And I'm very honest. I say it up front. I've had men that have not felt that at all. (laughs) Like, they're like, yo, I never hear from you. Like, that shit is crazy. And at first, they'll like it. Like, sometimes you go days. No, but you know what's funny? At first, dudes will like it. Like, I fuck with this chick. Yo, she don't nag me. (laughs) She don't be asking me where I'm at. But then once they fall in love, they they don't like that at all. Because they're like, I just feel like you don't check on me. Like, where's the investment? I'm like, but nothing changed on my end. Like, just because you changed... You did. You expected me to change this along with you. This is why Fran is, a, is one of the baddest bitches I know. Bit. It does turn me <clears throat> off because you can't tell me to change my mode of operation because you need more 
from me. Like I, especially when you're like not allow asking it. To change yeah, and allow Ooh. it. Unless I'm telling you that, then we create this weird dynamic of like, well, we need to check in more. Then that's different. But if I've always been like this, and this is what you've known of me, you can't think like because your feelings have shifted that mine are suddenly gonna shift too. Mm. You have to let people be where they're at, I'm and if it works, it works. I am too. In what I way? Feel, I just be feeling like I can. If I like you, I'm gonna make you like me too. Really? So I mean, like that's I normal. Yeah, we all do it. I mean, I'm guilty of it. How many men that were emotionally... I just want to be loved. Yeah, if how many emotionally seriously. unavailable men have I dated <laughs> in hopes that me being who I am, like on an emotional level, my emotional intelligence, that I would permeate or penetrate mm -hmm. them somehow. It's worked sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. But I know for me, I just say be honest. And I think people need to... Like, remember we talked about the sex audit? Like, have that conversation with your partner. I think people don't, are afraid to to be honest with each other. And I've done it, and you guys, it really works. Like, I'll say, you might not hear from me throughout the day as much as you think, but it doesn't mean I'm not thinking about you. The thing is, when I do hit you, that means it's organic. Like, I genuinely thought about you. It's not like you're a chore or an obligation. I don't like feeling obligated to people and I don't like people feeling obligated to me either. So I'm not someone that trips, like, about how many times in a day. The only thing I will say that kind of does annoy me is if I text you and you hit me back, like, the next day or something. Because I think that's weird. Like, you know you saw that text. There's nobody on earth <laughs> that doesn't look at their phone for 24 hours. So that kind of annoys me. And I make sure that I don't do that to people either. You know, try to text back like Asante's laughing because he won't text you back for months. Won't, won't. hit you three months <laughs> and that's later why I'm like, laughing. hey, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, she is talking about me, and I'm not gonna change. I'm sorry. I think that's no, rude. I do find that. And rude. then we'll text you some shit that requires an, like an immediate action, you know, or immediate response, well, because and you gotta respond. <laughs> you can't even get him back and shit, right? Because you gotta respond to the shit. Like, <laughs> that I, I will ugh. say is kind of like. A little janky, but yeah, that's fucked up, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, in my mind, that. texting is for immediate, like, it, like you are texting me because you immediately need so something. So why you respond? Well, sometimes I'm not. Well, sometimes I'm not immediately available. Sometimes you text me something that I don't need to respond to, and by the time I'm about to respond, in my mind, I'm thinking they're not going to care if I respond or not, and something I just don't. Because most people don't really care if you respond in certain situations. Cause Where then do you I'm, get that shit from, man? Please, right? Who doesn't? I, Who doesn't right, care? What the hell? Most people don't <laughs> care if you don't respond. I don't know one person. <laughs> well, I don't be caring when people don't respond sometimes. Or maybe that's I'm just not me. offended because I think that people just, you know, there's a difference between somebody like not responding to one of your texts, you know what I'm saying? And it being like a habitual thing, like they just do not, not like. Right. But then text you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, but. So they come in right here. What you gonna do? Like where you like this? Is where we gotta be? Like where you gonna be? And you be like, damn, I gotta respond. <laughs> I can't even. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> Boy, I need something pertinently. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, in every but type I, of relationship, there's a give and take. True. So, I mean, know. you know, but I do. But I do say, be honest. I know with me, I would say like, especially if you're living together. I would say, and it's worked for me. I'd say, like, listen, don't there's text a, me. there's enough. Because we live don't together. Text me. <laughs> no, but say, like, there's, um, 
I need a like an hour or two a day. If it, a day, maybe it's you just need it a week. I'll say it like that's how serious my alone time is, and I'll go. That's real. I'll I, be like, or I'll be like, I need to go for a walk. Like, yo, I'm gonna go for a walk, and then I go and you know do what I gotta do, or I'll just be like, I'm gonna be in the room. Like, you know, let me just have kind of have my moment. And the dude, like, the dudes are usually cool with it. I've never had, I've, maybe in the beginning, I've had people be like, okay, it's, are you mad at me? <laughs> like, did I right. do something? Why you are, you, you are why acting like to a, go to the room? In their mind, you're acting like a dude, which I think is so cool. Cause the way you said, y'all, I'm gonna go for a while. Like, if some people are like, uh, where are you going? Like, like I, who is she? Like, I've been, like, I've been <laughs> with my homegirls and that boyfriend's like, where are you going? What you doing? Like, you just gonna go. Because like, your worst fear is like, they what? gonna go somewhere and be cheating on you. I know, and you know what? And I get that because there are people who do that. You know, they walk off and start or go downstairs and call their ex or some shit like that. <laughs> right? You'd be like, damn, like that would make me want to cry. You no, know what I'm but like, no, I. That's true. No, that's happened to me before too. Where a dude admitted that, like, anytime he went to the store or <laughs> walk is because he was calling some chicks. <laughs> oh my god! He told me this after we had uh-huh. already broken up. I was like, wow, you <laughs> slick bastard! I did not catch that. But for me, obviously, I'm not doing that to no one i genuinely sometimes just need to be in my own thoughts like i have a lot going on Mm -hmm. we're all content creators so i'm constantly researching or um, trying to learn something new studying you know being inspired maybe i just want to watch a documentary and i don't want to hear your commentary (laughs) right it might not be something you're interested in and a lot of the times We'll sacrifice the things that we're interested in so that your partner can watch something that you're both interested in. And that's beautiful. But I also need my hour or two to be like, yo, I'm going to be in the room. Like, it's no beef or nothing. And it's cool. (laughs) And and the thing is, it's beautiful because a lot of the times people... um, are uncomfortable with asking for that or thinking that that's healthy and so they'll think well I need to spend all of my time with my partner and sometimes your partner wants time too and he just doesn't know how to ask yeah so if you say it for yourself you guys can maybe create that with each other like there's a certain time of the day where we each get time because when you're by yourself he's by himself and then you can cultivate your personalities as individuals even in the same house and I think that's really healthy and I think it's something that should be explored more Absolutely. I was going to say that I feel like it's bomb that you can just say that and articulate that and and always like, you know, check in with what you need and immediately just say and just say it. Just this is what I need. This is what like needs to happen, especially like if you want this to be a thing, like you can just kind of verbalize that and there's like no pressure around it. Yeah. You know how (laughs) men will have like bat caves or the man cave. Men Mm -hmm. usually have that. And women will have what? The kitchen? Like, you rarely hear a woman saying, my woman cave. It's always the man that needs to get away, you know? And I, and it's weird how we are very accepting. You go to, like, your uncle or aunt's house, and the man always has his own room for his sports and his when his, his men come over. Yeah, and it's just, oh, his office. But I think it's healthy for both of you to have a cave. Well, if you don't have a house, I get it, because we're all over here in Manhattan. But, <laughs> but, you know, don't be afraid to be, like, you know here's some hours you could chill in the living room and I'm be in the room or swap or whatever and it's all love it's no beef you should try it I think that might even be a cool experiment if you do have a partner where you live together where you guys carve out an hour a day where you get to just be yourself 
and hide out in different rooms. And I bet you, I bet you that it will create a healthier dynamic between the two of you. I need a day to pray like that mean ass, um, the one, the mean sister in Mary Mary. What's the, which one? Uh, not Erica. What's the other one? Tina. 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 I need, she got a book called I Need a Day to Pray. I Need a Day to Hell Pray. Yeah, and I feel her. Shit, leave me alone for a day. <laughs> but text me and let me know, like, you think I'm, you know, I'm fine or whatever. <laughs> I like video texts. Oh. Like, I like when people right? send you a message or you send somebody a message, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> saying, you know, cute stuff. That's dope. <laughs> You know, but I, I think like you should I, right. But I think it's the beauty of it is the communication, and I think I've seen in relationships, especially like even relationships around me. I'm, my best friend is in town, the one I tell you that is married, mm-hmm. and we were having conversations about communication because I was asking her how the communication's going, even in her marriage, and it was just interesting to me to see how like you know everyone kind of tiptoes around each other's needs and fear of just like saying what you want, and I think. We said the sex audit before on the show, but I think that should go for everything that I you need. Too. You know, mm-hmm. it should go for if there's this, like Dustin just said, give me my space, but like I still want you to text me. You know, like say yeah, that. Let know. them know. Like, I, you know, your partner should know that. And I'm the say same way. That. <laughs> I, I love random, you know, texts that is just like, hey, I can't talk or whatever. Maybe I'm in the middle of something, but I just want to let you know I'm thinking of you. Mm-hmm. And it's just sweet and thoughtful. Oh. I love flowers and Jordans. I meant to bring you flowers today. <laughs> and Jordans, I love. I'm a sucker for someone. You look that really just cute today, flowers. by the way. You oh, were, you thank were talking you. a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. and I started smiling at you really hard because I was like, "Damn, this bitch is just doing it right now." I don't <laughs> even know why. Just top pony and everything. We need a camera in here for you because you're just doing it. <laughs> See how my hair is getting so long? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We look yeah. like cash doll shit. <laughs> cash you got that bun in the top, and, like it's baby hair a little bit. It's so okay. cute. <laughs> Yeah, you see, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. get oh my that God. old thing back. Yeah. Imagine Hey Friend, Hey on Cash Dolls, Snapchat, I would die. Oh, oh my. I would pass Don't out. Don't sleep, you might. Friend, if I catch you in the dollhouse, girl, I want to play. <laughs> For real, I don't look, I'm going to be like Monica's son braiding that dial hair. I'm braiding it, damn it. You are funny. You're talking about Cash Doll now. You're going to be yelling at me to come up there and help you with a braid. So I guess that's the wellness segment for this week. If you feel... You know, there are things that are that need to be communicated, whether it's you needing more time alone or you needing more affection, then create that audit, create that conversation, sit around. And someone actually emailed me and said, when you say audit, do you mean in person or should we like write the list and go over it over the phone or email it to each other? I personally think it's dope in person. Mm. I do too, but... You know, people crazy, and what if you say the wrong thing, like in the audience? But you need shit. to know that you need to see their yeah, reaction. Yeah, but what if they? What if they be like, "I hate your mama." You know what I'm saying? Oh so you be like, "Bitch." Well, you need to get you off. Be like, your mom needs to stop coming over because right. she. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? Well, but listen, you need to say that, right? So, so y'all can is. figure out if y'all can work through that, or if y'all gonna scrap and I not work know. through that. Maybe you know, I need, maybe I need a, put a it all out party there. just in case. I don't know why you need a referee out of nobody. Yeah, y'all might need me to come over <laughs> you don't need no cameras there like, like, you don't even really know production. how to wipe yourself <laughs> you be like bitch <laughs> oh my god yo what do you think though like let's be 100% okay. honest okay if there was a, if like the audit got that deep mm-hmm. like even about things like hygiene or things that you do that are annoying like do you think people should have those kinds of conversations 
Yes, but just not in the in the form of like, let me make a list of all the shit about yeah. you that gets on my nerves. Right, because you know I'm gonna be overwhelmed. Like, just yeah. get at me. You know what I'm saying? If I'm chewing something or I'm making too much noise, you know, it's gonna be like, now nah, why you gotta make all that motherfucking noise when you chewing your food? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and what if they you're on your phone too much? Oh well, that's my business. Do so. you pay <laughs> my phone bill? You know what I'm saying? If you don't. Uh, tough titty you know what I'm saying just one if you do then you need to understand that I'm on high, that the reason I'm on the phone is because it's important now do you want me to be a lazy nigga and just be laying up in here sitting up here watching $25,000 pyramid with your ass <laughs> or do you want me to be on these phone making moves and advancing our life I'm trying to do this for us I hear that you know what I'm saying we gotta do this in vitro shit and all this other shit I'm doing this for us and you got the audacity to tell me I'm on my goddamn phone too much Get out of here. <laughs> and that hour we was just Get talking about, just I'm going to eat it right now. <laughs> right now. That's how I would right get my now. way out of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know about nobody else. You know what? Ooh, here we go. So let it be said, so let it be known. I have been searching for a way to theme my Snapchat. Oh, my goodness. And I have just figured it out. Ooh. And I would announce it right now. I was about to say, uh oh, we I'm not going to announce it right now, it? but just know that a Snapchat first, because no one else does this. This is actually a social media first, because no one does this on social media. So I have an idea, and it's coming to my Snapchat. It's coming to a Snapchat near you and your mama very soon. Steeple fingers, steeple fingers, steeple fingers, steeple fingers. So that's it for this week's wellness segment. Yes. What do you have for us as an icebreaker, Asante? Icebreaker, you got the best of me. Oh, <laughs> did you have to she was, She's talking about her voice. Go ahead. <laughs> How I'm just dare playing. I you? I love her. I love her. Yo, but the clips joke. lately of her of her show in Vegas, she sounds great. She Listen, does. you know, and she Mariah. looks great. She lost all this weight. Her body looks like the way she used. Like she looks like she's feeling good again. You know, she's engaged to a billionaire. Hell yeah. I mean, I guess that makes it. I haven't been to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, I really need to visit because it's almost like. People that Vegas go there, is weird. But like the celebrities, they go there and they either like die or they like come back ten times stronger. Because Britney Spears lately even been looking good, and you know she was a mess in Vegas for a while. Yeah, they got but her dotage like, right now. But then it's like, <laughs> what is going on? Okay, well, because I'm sure Vegas is an ego boost, right? You know, it's, like you have you literally have a residency. It means it's like. It's like a concert every night for years. That means you're that dope. Like that, anybody would would come back to life if you get that contract. Listen, I thank God. I love Britney Jean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even know she she, was in Vegas. I think she's done with Vegas now. And J Lo too. Yep. J Lo always comes back. Because last time I was in Vegas, I think it was maybe last summer, I saw the billboards. It was like. Boys to Men, mm-hmm. J Lo, so random. Ooh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I feel like you, cause you. Well, y'all have both been to Vegas. I, I go have to not. Vegas, you know. I, okay, so now I got to change my. Vegas um, my is cute. It's random. Like my, like I went the last time I went, I was actually in LA, mm-hmm. and um, I had like maybe three days off from the work, but the project I was working on, my best friend who lived there at the time was like, "Yo, let's do something random." I'm like, like what? He's like, "Let's just drive to Vegas and spend the weekend there." I was like, "Really? Okay." Yeah. And we did, and it was so random, which made it fun, and mm-hmm. we literally just stayed in a penthouse, 
ordered food, went down to the casino, went to random like Cirque du Soleil shows. Yeah, like went to a couple clubs. Really, really random. So in that sense, if it's like an up and go, let's just be wild for the weekend type thing, it's fun. But I don't know that I would intentionally be like, hey... Well, have you ever been to any of those shows, like those residencies or anything? No, I just went have to you? the, yeah, the acrobatic have. ones. Who have you seen? I saw Celine Dion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's I okay. Like, no, I love Celine Dion. <laughs> what? Yeah, I went. I went specifically for "To Love You More." Oh, wait, was that when her brother died? I mean, Were you there that, that weekend? For you no, because that was recent that right, her no. brother died. Was well, she not on? Um, she not in Vegas anymore. She was. She took a break so. because of the tragedy. Yeah. But she still, like... Oh, she yeah. still has it. Oh, okay. I didn't realize she was still Ooh. there. But I saw Celine. Let me think. Who else have I seen in Vegas? I saw Tony Braxton. Mm. I oh, saw Celine Dion. I, I saw... Um, I almost saw Britney, but I just didn't feel like I was going to be interested. Yeah, as an adult, so it might be go. less I'm, interesting. I'm just not... I like, like, two Britney Spears songs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So... Right. Um, who else? I don't remember who else I've seen. But what I love most about Vegas, every year me and like my friends from all over meet up in Vegas, and so it becomes like a huge playground for us. Right. Everybody's on the phone like, where are you? Okay, well, meet us at the New York, New York, so we can yeah, ride like the roller coaster. Yeah, like that is fun. Like if it's like a me and my friends just being stupid type of weekend. You party. Yeah. You meet strangers. Right. Vegas is fun. Like Vegas is fun. Well, for the icebreaker... I guess it's about Vegas. Um, if you could pick three people to see in a residency there, like just they don't have to be in there now. Like, mm-hmm. who would you see? I know exactly who I would see. I know you can see Mary J. Of course, I would pick all great performers, right? So I would see Mary J. Blige, of course. I would see Beyonce, of course. And believe it or not, you know you can say what you want, but I want to enjoy myself, <laughs> Miguel. I would like I would oh, go that's see a good Miguel. Pick. I love that's Miguel. Miguel. Like, Miguel's music. That's I feel like pick. I would. Yo, really I'm enjoy offended that. that he wasn't part of the Prince me tribute. Too. That makes zero sense to me. Me too. I, I don't really know why. He I don't know been. what Everybody it is that the industry has like, with this dude that they gave don't. It to him. It, like in any avenue, I'm like, how is this? Happening? I mean, they, if they didn't dug Bilal out the jump you know, drawer, right? You know what I'm Unless he couldn't do it, then that's different. Right. Maybe there's some behind the scenes stuff we don't know. But well, you, speaking of what else he did, know. Miguel, where's that damn "Kiss It Better" remix you promised? Oh, he promised yeah, it. Yeah, he tweeted it and shit. Like he was in the studio working on it. We ain't heard oh, nothing. Man. Frank Ocean ass nigga. Mm. Where's where is it? <laughs> I love Miguel. He did just drop Miguel a song, my favorite. Or he put up Not a song on the SoundCloud. One. I know, Who, but I'm, Miguel? I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. So the fact that he just, he he did that or he did not do that, it's like he's still putting out music. So I feel like, like Miguel is so underrated. Do y'all feel yeah, that way? Absolutely. Absolutely. He has these like seasons. Like, for him but... being the writer that he is, mm-hmm. the way he composes mm-hmm. music, um, his his melodies, mm-hmm. his talent, just as a, his presence, as a, like he's has such a star. Yep. Guess who he was first signed to? Who? Little known fact. Who? Mary J. Blige, Matriarch Records. Did you know that? Oh, what? Mm-hmm. He wow. was originally Mary's artist. I just want to put that out there. What? F- FYC for your Did consideration. Did she discover him on MySpace? I don't know. If she I wonder, did right? Because you remember when, when he, he was, was like huge. Yeah, I remember that. But I, th- I think that my, I feel like that. Oh, I the mischief have, uh, I still have that remember that? I still that have was it. Good. Overload was my shiz <gasps> night. Oh. And then the fact that he put the overload on the album as an interlude, nobody knew. Y'all, that's homework. Man, if y'all please. don't, if y'all not a day one Miguel fan, well, well, look on. up the mischief. Be- but before that mixtape, you know he that's when he he was on Blackground or something too, and he did that whole uh, get your hands up video. 
Oh, <laughs> he was dressed that. like Usher. That was before he popped off on MySpace. Because he was part mm-hmm. of um, Fatty Cool. Fatty Cool, mm-hmm. yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Miguel's Miguel probably like, y'all been stop moving. talking been, about this. <laughs> I actually used to, uh, I used to DM him, or I used to message him on MySpace just talking about what a big fan I was of him then. Mm-hmm. And he only messaged me back on the strength of, <laughs> India Sean, shout out to you being so famous. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, man, I saw him when he um, opened for Trey Songs in mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden. And I never, I, listen, I'm gonna be honest, I've never really listened to Trey mm-hmm. like that, so I can't really speak on him as an artist, but all I know is that Miguel, that was his concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. He is so good at what he does. Yes, so, he is. So, but yeah, so I could definitely see him having a Vegas residency in Canada. Yep. Yeah. So those are your three. You said Mary. Well, I have more, but I'm just gonna go through because I would <laughs> love top. to see like Haim. I would love Aww. to see like Tegan and Sarah. Their catalog is huge. Oh and wow! I would love to go see them in Vegas. So there's and then you know like I hate that I missed like Elton John and Billy Joel's dueling pianos concert. Everybody, dueling y'all probably know that. But like I'm a huge Elton John and Billy Joel fan. Like huge. Uh, right. And so I would love to see them. But that's it. Cute. For now. Yes. Um, let me see. Three Vegas residencies. Oh, wait, and before I say that, um, the guy from PM Dawn died. Oh, yeah. That's Damn. do you know that's one of my favorite songs? Yes. Die Without yes. You is like one of the most beautiful songs Ever. on earth. Yep. Like on earth. If you've never heard it, please YouTube I Die Without Music You History. by PM Dawn. Is it my turn? Oh gosh. I wish I, we could play it. Remember but that when Ray is J song. redid it? Him and Brandy. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sleep on Ray J. I was listening oh, no, to no, Ray no. J Hold this on. weekend. Ray J had Yo, do you remember Let It Go? Do you remember any time? <laughs> Ray J got <laughs> Don't what? start. <laughs> Please do not start. Ray J got some shit. Yo, Ray J Let It Go popped up on my title shuffle and I screamed. You went all the way. You was you was feeling like uh, Rihanna McGill. Take it all back. <laughs> okay. You know what? Kiss It Better has grown on me. Isn't it amazing? I, I understand it differently for mm-hmm. some reason lately. <laughs> you know who would have done Because sometimes songs hit you when you're going through some things. Yeah. Well, Kiss It Ooh. Better is a beautiful song. So and good. The guitar, she said, fuck just, your pride. Just... Just take it on back. Just mm. take it on back. Mm. <laughs> I wish y'all could see their mm. faces. <laughs> that line right there gets me uh, every time. Every time. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so Needed Me by Rihanna. That's my song, too. You know who would have done a good job on that song? Who? Keisha Cole. Think really? about it. I can hear I can hear on parts of that. If she doesn't oversing it, because, you know, she's, she's easy to keep. I don't know, because the... Cause look, on the that, well, I won't do and that. And I was going to on that one part, she's like, <laughs> like if, if Keisha Cole did that kind of part, it would be cute. It would be it would be cute. I'm agree. I'm I can hear it. I got to sit she, with you know, that. Yeah. If Keisha doesn't that. overdo, if she knows what to do, because like even starting off, she'd be like, I was good on yeah. my honest the way it was. She would fuck it up. Because you know how she kind of is. So as long as she... But baby... Exactly. Like oh. she'll fuck it up. Because you know, she's one of those that like to scream in the middle of a tracky way. <laughs> like, like, because you need, like, need. Like, it's like, all right, Keisha, I need that. Yep. Because she could hold one. Mm-hmm. People be running around too much. See, Keisha Cole, I remember you could hold one when you weren't doing too much now. I love Needed Me. Oh, I love Keisha Cole. <laughs> I loved her when she was lovable. Me too. Because she opened her dumbass mouth. That was what the problem was. <laughs> you know what? Her music is great. It's just that mouth of hers, like, 
I need to give her albums a chance. I've never Play sat. The first one. I've never really sat and was like, let me sit with a Keisha Cole album from track one to the last track. Play the first. Can't album. say I've ever done that. Play really? The yes, album. the first one. Play the first album. And, and, if, and, if, and if you really are liking the first one, I would say give the second one a shot too. Yes. Okay. Because I know the singles. One. But I don't know, like, the hidden gems. Yeah, and, and those are the like ones that. you're going to love the most. Okay, I'm going to do that tonight we could when be, I get home. Call me when you get to We Could Be on the first album. That's the one. And if you don't know that song, that's your homework now. <laughs> she said, if we could be friends, baby, it'd be all I need. i give you whatever you... Ooh! Wait till you get to <laughs> We Could Be, friend. Yeah, not messing me up on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <sighs> um, okay, wait. So who are your... My three. Oh, my goodness, babe. And they could... They don't have to be, they don't like, have to be. They don't even got to be anywhere near a residency or anything. Uh, they don't even have to be alive. Um... They don't Ooh, have to be alive. We can do the hologram. I would have loved to. Lights. No, no if, they, if we could bring him back, I would love to have seen a Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, just because I never got to see him Bandwagon. live. I want to do that too. Yo, I, MJ live. Like I'm sad that I will never get to see that magic in person. Can you imagine going to Michael concert, baby, and having good his, seats and, and being grown? Yo, so being able to be there the way the I want to be there yes. and hearing Human Nature, one of my oh. all-time favorite songs. You know what's mine? What? Stranger in Moscow. Oh my god. Friend. Oh my God! The emotions, Ooh. yo! Ooh. If I could have him sing that, oh, okay. So Michael, Michael listen, and then the choreography, the costume changes. Oh my God! Such an artist, I want to be man. where you are. Oh my God! If he Which gave I us some Alicia Jackson Five, back when. <laughs> Okay, but so MJ, Sorry, no, it's fine. Um, D'Angelo. Oh mm, my god! Just because he's that dude, and I would love to see him playing all his instruments. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to say it. <laughs> say it. Sorry, Jill, but I would love to see Erica Badu. <laughs> and there ain't nothing wrong with that. And those are my tree. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm going right? with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because okay. I've yet to see Erica in concert. I haven't what? either. We're going. Never. We're going. I haven't. I- really? Yeah, We're going. When is she in concert? Next time. Right? I've like, never seen her. Flat the fuck out. We are going. I'll probably start crying, though, because she got some songs that affect me in a real way. <laughs> like Ooh. Green Eyes. Oh. <laughs> I'll be in the front like... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it to me. Don't start. Go ahead. Okay. So lots of vegetables. (laughs) It ain't got a goddamn thing to do with your new friend. You know, you know, you know, you line from the pits of hell. (laughs) Okay. All right. Sorry, Asante. Who are you? Okay. 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 Um, my list is gonna be so weird. Y'all might look at me like I'm crazy. Oh, so my first one is Monica. You okay. know, okay. Now that okay. one, that one, I know y'all gonna be just get with off rip. Monica, I definitely would love. You know, the discography's there. The talent obviously is there. So just I the, would go to that. Like she could do it however she wants. Like an acoustic set, a little over, like a pop set, a snap set. You know, Monica does it all. I want her to have a DJ too. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, she would just get up there and two step all night long. And they'd be like, all right, well, my kids is here too, <laughs> and make it a family function or something if it's a special night. I would pass so, out. Monica. <laughs> Is definitely my number one. Um, oh, okay. My second one is gonna be really weird, but just hear me out. Ryan Leslie. 
Um, oh, totally. What? Like, totally. Just off of the production and value alone. Period. So you know be it would straight. be, not, not only would it be a bomb-ass show from the production value, but I would want him to even, like, do some of the stuff that he, like, did as a demos, like, the shit he wrote. Because, like, how there's that Mail Me and You. I didn't like the Mail Me and You. But, like, there's some Ryan Leslie songs, like, if he did, like, Cassie's Just One Night, like, to hear some of the male parts in there, I would love to see all that live. Uh, so definitely going to give Ryan Leslie my number two. My number three is a little odd, and I'm going to give it to Paramore. Um, Paramore. She, Haley, yeah, can sing I'm her telling face you, off. And, and I Yo, there's hear, a song she has. I think it's about her dad. Do you know what I'm talking about? Which I, I don't know. Oh, I got it. I know if those of you who are Paramore fans... It was something about, like, her dad left her when she was little. It's a love song, mm. but it's how her dad basically, like, fucked her up <laughs> to, get, to get to the point where she is now with men. I need to find it. Yo, it is the realest. And she's, like, singing her ass off, which she does anyways. But mm-hmm. something about that song, the first time I heard it, affected me crazy. I wish I knew the title, man. Anybody that knows me when it comes to music, I love, like, I love all the different aspects. Like, I'll love something for just for its production. I'll love something just for its ratchetness. I'll love something just for, like, the person singing. But, like, for Haley, I love the pain in her voice. She, if she could sing just next to like a, a just a man clapping or some shit, I would listen to that shit all the fuck night long. Are they still doing well? I feel like as I a, haven't heard a power so. more. I think they have a newer song. I think I heard something about. I remember hearing something about them in a new project. Okay, because so, yeah. I'm like I haven't really heard like a Paramore single in a long I haven't time. Either, I feel. But. I wish she would do an album with like Kanye West or The Dream or somebody Ooh. like that. Like, I wish yeah. she would give and us go a, a little like a, urban. Mm-hmm. She, and even if she would do like some like urban covers or some shit, like just a little that something. voice, man. <sighs> oh, y'all, you just took it back. I'm about to go home. I need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> I need to listen to all this stuff. Oh See, God. this is why I need my bye. hour, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, this is why I need my hour Woo, to myself. That was a bomb ass. Thank you for that. Well, I got one more. Thank you for that. I'm sorry. Cool. <laughs> It's, it's it's a ace of base. This would be like my dream would be to have like a Broadway style show with all the reality stars that I love, right? Oh my God. So like, what? Ne- imagine right, like Nene Leakes, <laughs> Jocelyn Hernandez. You know what I'm saying? Performing Tiffany Pollard. You know Marlo Hampton, Cynthia Bailey. Well, she wouldn't be there because she already got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. She's so talented and successful. So who else would be there? Let me think. Just like all the badass reality stars that have kept shit going for Carly Rae, she she can come on. You gonna bring Tammy on there? No, I'm still mad at her. I'll never be, you know. But Evelyn can come. Evelyn is not gonna do it. She 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 can come though. (laughs) So Evelyn, uh, if you feel like leaving that, but yeah, like a like a like a show with all of their asses in Vegas, just talking shit and arguing on stage (laughs) for hours. Like a reality show review. (laughs) cabaret. That would be bomb. That would be the bomb. That's actually really funny. You you know what you. Just set up a show with like a couple of reality girls that ain't gonna do it ever again yeah. and like have them talk about the other reality girls or some shit but like yeah. two that we miss like <laughs> like somebody that we need y'all are hilarious well that's it for this week's icebreaker what about where we going to now asking for a friend asking for a friend what do you have for us as per usual don't forget to email us at the friend zone at loudspeakersnetwork.com <laughs> with all the cool crazy things that you guys like to send us Along with this first email we're going to jump into, that is subject titled is With Friends Like These. Hey guys, my name is Ren, and I have a bit of an inner conflict going on. Name Stimpy. My best friend and I, Stimpy. 
have been friends for over 20 years. We're both 24. I moved away about three years ago, and most of our communication is through text and talking on the phone. She is constantly sending me selfies, seeking attention. Whenever she does this, I usually give her praise or some kind of compliment. However, when I send a pic of myself to her, it's met with some sort of backhanded compliment. Recently, she sent me a pic of her in gym attire talking about how cute she looked. Coincidentally, I had just came back from the gym, so I sent her one as well. Her response was quite mean, as she commented on how small and misshaped she thought my breasts were. <laughs> I thought I told her... Are you her, kidding? <laughs> how small and misshaped? How small and misshaped she thought my breasts were. Ain't that crazy? I'm like shocked. I told her how rude that was, but she just laughed it off and continued to try to have a conversation. I've been dealing with body issues for some time now and had even considered going under the knife for a breast augmentation. Her oh, comment no. really struck a nerve with me, and I'm unsure about how to feel with about how to feel about our friendship. Should, Are I, you? should I laugh it off and keep it moving, or should I cut her off? All advice is greatly appreciated, and I'm sure Dustin will come in clutch with the petty note. I love you all, and I hope to hear your perspectives. Sincerely, Ren. Well, let me tell you about Stimpy. I'm, like, mortified. Oof. Well, per usual, I would like to say to go second. And in this case, going second means to give it back to her the right thing, the same damn way she gives it to you. If she's always issuing you a backhanded compliment, start talking about her. Start talking about her daughter's hair. (laughs) How do I stick out in the back? Start doing that. Start talking about how her son can't read. Oh, no. (laughs) Start doing that. Mm -hmm. Start talking about how her husband was the one who had the idea to go to the Beyonce concert. (laughs) Start talking about all that. And do it every time she sends you a picture. Yeah, do it. Just Just for any picture. Do it. Start talking about her, how her shoes lean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh start, to, start talking about that when she think you and y'all go out and she thinks she's looking cute and acting funny and shit, but her shoes is really looking like they, you know, didn't been through a lot and almost at the breaking point. <laughs> start talking about that shit. Talk about her ass right back the way she talks about you so that she can understand that it doesn't feel good to have somebody highlight some things that you may already be sensitive about, as you just said you were. So... Instead of you beating yourself up about that, beat her ass up about it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying put your hands on her <laughs> yet. I'm just saying like, verbally, you know what I'm saying? Get her. If she don't get it after get that, then go ahead and resort to get violence. Her for me. But that's it. What say you, friend? I'm still like, wow. Um, Part of her titties was square. That's just. <laughs> because Ooh, girl, those little things look like square business. <laughs> Why would she say I'm that? I'm well, I, you know me. I would, I don't know. I would ask her. Imagine all we are doing soundtracks. <laughs> I would just ask her straight up, like, yo, you know that that is a really weird thing to say. Why You're would you right. say that to me? Like, I would be so curious to know. Like, when people come at me weird, but that's also my personality type. I understand some people be like, fuck that. I'm, you know, going to clap back or not care. I would need to know why you're even thinking that that's cool. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you talking to me like that? And I would need to know. Furthermore, why are you looking at my titties, girl? <laughs> you should punch her in the titty next right. time you yeah, see like, her. Yeah, like, I would be like, are you cool? Like, is something up with you? Because, honestly, the, the only time I felt that people will talk to people that they're friends with like that is either A, because they don't really fuck with them like that, or B, because something's wrong outside of the whole friendship just in their personal life, and they're just dishing it out to whoever's closest to them. Some people are like that. 
So I would be like, is something up with you? Something wrong? Because you're talking to me kind of crazy and I really don't understand where this is coming from. And have the conversation. And when you're done having the conversation... Throw some matter. <laughs> I want you to really consider... I, I want to talk to you about the the, uh, the breast augmentation because I don't care about your friend. I'm sorry. Um, if you are satisfied with your breast situation, then be satisfied with your breast situation. I know you said you're struggling with some body issues, but um, I've been meaning to say this anyway. Bad bitches come in all shapes and sizes, okay? <laughs> now, if you want bigger breasts just because, you know, you want to fill out a shirt to look a certain way and do things like that, power to you. Now, if you're doing it for other people, why are you doing it for other people? And you start from there and you finish that questionnaire later. But if you are satisfied with your titties and you don't see anything wrong with them and where they are and where you're going with them, then you do not need to let this bitch fuck with you and talk about your titties, okay? Your titties. They are your titties, and you will do with them whatever you so please. If you want bigger titties, get you some bigger titties. If she is not satisfied with the shape of your titties, tell her to buy you some new titties. Or worry <laughs> about her mama titties. Okay? Like, if uh, if my, why are your titties shaped like that? Because you ain't bought me no new ones, girl. Come on with it, okay? And I hate how people will plant a seed like that. I yes. saw an interview with Cardi B, and they were asking her why she got her teeth fixed. And she admitted. She was mm -hmm. like, I was fine with my teeth, but it just kept coming up. And people being like, oh, your teeth so fucked up. And she was like, after a while, it gets to you. Yep. And I hate that because it really does work like that. Like, all my friends that I know that have gotten work done... It's because it started in, like, middle school where somebody was like, ooh, whatever, you know, body part. That's yeah. it's fucked up or they made fun of it and you don't let it go. You kind of, like, always have that in the back of your mind. And then if someone else says it, it just makes you feel worse about it, kind of mm -hmm. unearths all that insecurity. And a lot of time people really will fix stuff just because of people around them saying that it looks fucked up and i don't think you should do that I remember i was saying in that episode i wanted to get my breasts done yeah. partially because they were small but also because i don't have you know how women have cleavage like their breasts are pressed together and they have yeah. the sexy line i don't have that i have like a straight up train track <laughs> in the middle of my breast like look it's like separated yeah. but, but so it looks like two rocks just... that are like miles away from each other and that some people could be like, ooh, you know, because it's hella space. She didn't make that sound attractive at all, but I told you bad bitches come in all shapes and sizes. No, but let and me you tell would you. Never, Fran is so curvy and like, <laughs> like you would never even think that she felt like her titties was too far apart. They are totally far apart. I've had people call them. Well, actually, let me not say that because it would be disrespectful to the artist's eyes who I've had my breast compared to. <laughs> you already know who it is. <laughs> But I've had people say that, and it's funny. But you know what I've learned? Like, I asked myself, do I want to go through this procedure just because, like, people have yeah. put that in my head? And I didn't do it because in the end, I was like, you know what? The ninja training for me will be how do I make my train track titties look amazing? Yep. And that's what I've Listen, done. Listen, I've been overweight most of my life. And, I, you know, I've got little man titties and shit. And the <laughs> TLC Unpretty video fucked me up. I saw that bitch going to the knife. I was like, well, I'm glad I ain't never got to get no augmentation or nothing. But if I ever thought about going under the knife to get rid of my fat as opposed to, like, getting healthy, then I'm, I would be fucked. I don't like the thought of uh, plastic surgery, but not because I think there's anything wrong with it. If I wanted to get something done, I probably would. But just to go through that to please someone else, it's not it's worth just it. Not worth and a lot it. of times it doesn't work. It doesn't. That whole buying. Anything you do for someone else, once you do it, you'll notice that there's a void. It mm -hmm. always happens because then it'll be something else, and then it'll be something else that someone told you. You'll always be chasing 
this false sense of perfection that's not even coming from you. I hate it that she got pressured into uh, to changing her teeth because they look see, nice though. They do look good. Listen, I would say that. Need look. to get her damn teeth fixed. Okay, <laughs> let's just keep it real. She needed to She did not need to get them fixed. She they, they needed look. to get her teeth fixed. Her teeth Unless, were stacked on top of each other, and it looked like it literally hurt, and it distracted you. She's a comedic genius, and instead of you concentrating on what she said, you look at her fucking teeth. But and I think, think it added. I feel. See, I think it added to her. Like to exactly. Us. To it added. We look at it seriously. It added to the comedy. Like it added to the funny <laughs> things she was saying because like her teeth and, were and jacked, and then she's from the hood. Like I thought it was a vibe, and it, and it also gave her. It just left her with something real of herself, and it was something to be said about her saying, you know, my teeth are still real. Like I fixed these other things because I wasn't happy about them, but I'm happy with myself. And then to get her teeth fixed, at least I mean her teeth. She didn't get them fixed to make herself happy. It was really just so people would shut up asking her about the teeth. So like, right. what's going to be yeah. next? Yeah, so they can. And, but that's why I said exactly. once you start doing fixing mm. things because people said it, then you'll start taking note of everything people are saying. Before you know it, you're gonna look like say it, say it, no. say it, say it. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it was at the tip of my tongue, right? But I am oh, with Jesus. I will not. <laughs> no, but I just don't. Yeah, I don't even. Don't even do that to Again, yourself because it, it'll never end. If you if you want, if some I would have got titties, my breast done, then it would have been something else and something else. No way. I'm telling you, if you if you want you some new titties, because I don't care about your friend. I told you about that at the beginning of this. Like this is about you, and I just want to make sure that you are okay. Since your friend is not making sure that you're okay, you don't need to send. Your friend needs constant validation. That's why she always sends you those pictures. Or those pictures. You're only sending them back, you know, just because y'all friends and you said something nice and. She's supposed to say something nice. If she's not reciprocating that, obviously she's not paying attention to what the point of this exchange is supposed to be. And you can't fault her for that because that's just how she's going to process that. But you can't fault her for how she treats you and your body. It is your body. You do with what you do what you want with your body. And right. don't do it for nobody else. So we hope that helped. <laughs> Ren, tell, Ren, tell Stimpy to get that shit up out of here. Okay. <laughs> So what's this week's Black Business shout-out? Oh, my God. I am so glad that I get to give a Black Business shout-out to someone else that I love. Well, someone that I love that I need to give the first shout-out to. We are still saving pinkies, okay? Do not forget to hit the GoFundMe. We are already a GN. We got 15, we got 14 more. or We probably got 13 more to go, I think. Um, so we stay, we saving pinkies. Pinky coming soon to you. Uh, CAU royalty, AUC royalty, if y'all know about that down south. Um, but I also wanted to give a really, really, really warm and hearty shout out to my friend Garrett. Um, Garrett was in my improv troupe when I performed for the Soglo Project, and he has launched his own business uh-huh. called Rehearsal Buddy. Oh, nice! And Rehearsal Bud is going to be a service that is for up and coming actors. If you need coaching, you need preparation for auditions, um, you got the role night, or you got a callback, you need preparation for. Um, he is the perfect person to help you audition. Um, he can do table reads with you either in person or he offers a service remotely via Skype. Um, it's on rehearsalbud.com if you're interested. Um, what a great idea. Like, a young black man of color is out here coaching some more actors. So if you, are, if you have an interest in acting, he went to, he went to school, uh, college with my best friend from high school and we were in a performing arts high school. So we're all kind of connected and... I just wanted to be sure to, like, spread that out for, you know, people in the arts community as well. So if you're out here in New York City and you're looking for someone to help you with audition, um, he can help you with the basics as well. If you're just starting out and you don't know anything about a cold read or slating your name, anything like that, 
even basic techniques to help you at while you're at home when you're done with your sessions. Super, super useful. So give them a shout. I love that. Me Yay too. for us helping each other super out. Super dope. Right? Yeah. Thank you for that. So I guess that's it for this week's show. Do you guys have any church announcements? No. Damn, I think I forgot something. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to once again say thanks to everybody that came out to 305 Live. I know mm-hmm. we all had a, an awesome time with you guys. Uh, it was turned up, and it, we just really appreciate you all always coming out to support us for all of our endeavors. And just stay tuned for all the cool things that we're always doing. And, you know, oh, so in the spirit of trying to engage more on Twitter, on Thursday nights, if y'all care, I'm going to try to, like, tweet with y'all and stuff about the show from the week. So this Thursday, I'm going to tweet a little bit about the show. What time? Oh, look for me real late if you care. Oh, wait, the scandal Same come on? time. Uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> Is How to Get Away with Murder still coming on? I don't think so. Okay, so, 10 p.m. If you care, it don't matter. What's it's just your something. Twitter? Oh, damn. I'm supposed to give y'all that. It's at Heyasante. <laughs> you were so, you're like. <laughs> y'all know I don't tweet so, but I, I really am. I really do try to engage with me because I'm really trying to like get back in the, the habit of engaging more and like really trying to talk more with people. Not that I'm going to respond to everybody's tweets, but I want to like just kind of get perceptions from a lot more people to see where people are at. Because I'm at a point where I'm meeting more creatives and more uh, people in different spaces. So I want to make sure I'm making useful, uh, I'm making good use out of certain things. But my Twitter's still going to be ratchet on the side. <laughs> um, for me, uh, next week, I'll be back in L.A. I'm working Ooh, on a really cool EP. project <laughs> with Dormtainment. If you hey! guys <laughs> right? If you're YouTube fans, obviously I can't give away too much because they haven't even announced it. But it's a cool project, so I'll be in L.A. next week. And, oh, I'll also be in Nashville. <laughs> I told you guys Come that on. I'm going to be checking out Nashville. I'll actually be there in a couple of days because I'm going to be, you know, roaming around for two or three days, just kind of catching the vibe and seeing how I feel about it. So I'll probably see Dad. some of you around. You know, uh, like this past Nashville, weekend, it was Nashville. Nashville Pride. You missed Bonnie McKean. Oh, now. I missed it. Mm-hmm. That would have been, that been a, a <gasps> perfect embrace. I'm sorry, really, really fast, just because I want to give one more, too, for my previous icebreaker since we said Nashville, Dolly Parton. Interesting. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> She's a hell of a songwriter too. But um, but yeah. So that's it for me, and I guess that's it for the show this week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. And when real quick, sorry y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Watch to tell the truth on ABC because when I tell you, it is hilarious. <laughs> it's it's Anthony Anderson, Nene Leakes, Jalen Rose, Betty White. And there's a revolving celebrity guest every week. But oh, Anthony, it's like a game show. Yes, they rebooted the classic 60s game show, to tell the truth. Oh, oh wow. Cool. And Anthony Anderson's mother keeps score, and she is fucking oh hilarious. <laughs> when they ask her things like, Ma, what's the score looking like? Or they'd be like, Ma, who you think got it right? Well, Nene wrong again, as usual. They'll be like, like, Ma, what's the score? Nene has one, and the rest of you dummies have zero. Like, that's how she responds. And when she says that kind of stuff, Nene will be like, girl. Or like, you know, like, they have this banter. banter. Betty White, it is hilarious. What is cast? Watch to tell the truth on ABC. I think it comes on on Tuesday nights. That sounds cute. Because it's been bringing me joy. Hey <laughs> right, y'all. We Arch love y'all. Bye.
You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.